I Stopped Playing. Intimacy Part 1, November 23rd, 2021. Open my heart and reconnect to my body. My intention, September 12th, 2020, for my first psychedelic-assisted therapy. Sounds vague, but at the time, I didn't know I was traumatized severely. But as I heal myself, it's happening. We met on a full moon three months ago. I was wide open until I stopped feeling and started thinking, a default for me. When we met, being together felt easy, but it wasn't him that cracked me open, it was me. I was finally ready to see into me, to experience all of me, intimacy. We can't see another until we see ourselves fully. And just as I was ready, he arrived, it happened quickly. I allowed myself to be seen and he saw me. Call it timing or divine alignment and together we felt into ourselves and each other deeply opened emotionally, sexually, intellectually, and slowly I learned to receive his love for all of me. Our connection and conversations deepened and I asked questions he'd considered but hadn't been asked. And as I asked him, I asked myself. But intimacy is an inside job, first at least. Vulnerability, it starts and it ends with me. Within two months, it felt like we'd known each other infinitely, but as life does unexpected things, our relationship was shaken unexpectedly by something he began experiencing. He got a gut punch to his reality, his ego shaken for the first time. Me? Not really. This past year threw me a barrage of black eyes figuratively. It will take a lot to shake me. But he internalized and I rationalized, and for the first time in our brief romance, there was a disconnect. He retreated into his personal life, and I subconsciously felt abandoned, and then pushed back to protect myself. I rebuilt the walls around me, subconsciously, becoming the guarded side of me that he hadn't yet met. And for the past few weeks, I've been stuck in my head. A relationship is fragile, no doubt. It's easy for a small shakeup to result in one of us bailing out. I considered. After another trying series of failed dates and poor communication, I shut down. We woke up in the morning and had it out, another deep talk trying to figure us out. If we could move through the tension that became a dark cloud. We felt stuck, I felt stuck, even my body felt like it needed to be kneaded out. We talked for some time as he massaged the knots from my backside. Yoga at noon, he asked as he walked out the door. Maybe, but instead I stayed in my robe for the next seven hours, sat Indian style on the floor, lit candles, journaled, meditated, and channeled my spirit guides including my grandmother, Honey, who I miss by my side, and four others who have held me along my healing ride. With their energy, I prayed for clarity. Day turned to night, and I made dinner, hearts of palm pasta with melted anchovies, capers, tomato paste, and white wine, and fell asleep deeply. Vivid dreams interrupted my sleeping, but I rose nine hours later, re-embodied. But the stuck feeling stayed with me. My tummy was tight, anxiety ridding my jaw, and a slight headache in my right temple, clouding it all. I brewed a decaf Nespresso and cut an overripe papaya, my grandma's favorite, sprinkled with maca and spicy honey. I landed on the floor with my journal and wrote a quote I read somewhere. If you lived in your heart, you would be home right now. My connection to my body is extreme. I was stuck in my head, not my heart, overthinking everything. I prayed again before meditating and self-pleasuring to release my stuck energy. So much of my healing journey has been re-embodiment practice learning where I store emotion physically. As a sexual trauma survivor, my vagina never actually felt like it was part of me. Feeling into me sexually and understanding how to experience pleasure alone with me is even less about sex and more about owning my power and my body. Notice if this makes you uncomfortable, by the way. 
Because as I've learned and I'm learning, self-pleasure is a normal, not a bad thing. My work with psychedelic-assisted therapy was the catalyst, but healing is a product of the time I've spent in between, the hours in quiet I've spent facing me. These are the embodiment practices I use to learn myself more intimately. I journal, I pray, I move, I meditate, I masturbate, I massage, and I carefully choose the food I choose to feed me, all of which requires self-inquiry. I reemerged from my cave after a day of self-inquiry, realizing how focused I became on if we are meant to be. My thoughts were heavy, my body in knots until I found clarity. After hours of stillness alone facing the fight in my psyche, me versus me, I got it, I declared triumphantly. I stopped playing. When we start planning the end game, we stop playing. When we start playing to win, we stop playing. The end game isn't real. Stop planning, start playing. I got stuck in my head and started planning for what's next instead of saying here. I started worrying if we were meant to be forever instead of just being. When we started dating, I leaned into me. A trust fall opened my heart, unafraid to fall. I let energy lead without worrying about it working. But there was a hiccup, a wrench in the road, and my heart got muted and my head took control. We were moving quickly and I didn't come up for air because breathing felt easy until it didn't. Real talk, I want love, true love kind of thing with a house and kids and a ring. And while I preach and practice presence, it's sure challenging to not get lost in planning for my dreams. So my fear got the best of me, stuck in questioning what if he's not my forever? What if this is just temporary? because he stopped being present with me. I speak to non-attachment often, embrace impermanence as a practice, but then suffocate myself from feeling now in favor of next because of my anxiety. What a hypocrite. And with that realization, my stuck and stale energy released. My meditation became less taxing. My breath stuck in my chest moved down to my belly. My balance returned to my feet. I got present. I used to run miles, box, sweat buckets before I could find stillness within me. And now I embrace stillness and are knowing before moving. Clarity is an incredible thing. As I laced up my sneakers to head out the door, I noticed the beautiful flower arrangement he gave me a few days before, complete with green stalks that were horn-shaped, now sticking up like antennas, as if my horn shifted from defensive to knowing. With a revitalized feeling, a pep in my step I hadn't felt for a moment. I ran out the door to face forward, allowing myself to be led by my heart. What happens between us is not up to me, but being present is, and that is the only place I can be. As I found my feet, I recommitted to just be and breathe, reminding myself that I have everything I need. If you lived in your heart, you would be home right now. Intimacy starts and ends with less planning, more playing. Olivia, just breathe. Breathe.